welcome to the Prophecy Club. Well, I haven't done this in a long time, and that is make a radio program with my notes actually printed. I normally just have my notes like in a Word document and read through them, but we're talking about prophecy today, and this is a little complicated, but I promise I'm going to make it simple for you. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you where we're going in advance, and I'm also going to say that I'm going to guess you probably never heard this before because... Probably, unless a person has memorized this, at least, well, let's put it this way, until I'd memorized the book of Revelation and part of Daniel, I didn't see this. Uh, Sometimes there's words just too scattered, just too deep for you to get just simply reading it. And I think that this is one of those cases. So here's the point. I'm going to show you that the Antichrist is going to be very terrible, very deceptive, and The whole point of this is to say that if people have not received Jesus before the tribulation, before they see the Antichrist, the chances get markedly more difficult too. Meaning, if they want to get saved, if you have friends, neighbors, relatives, if you have work friends, business friends, you better make sure you're talking to them now. They better start receiving Jesus now in these last days before the tribulation because once the tribulation comes along, it gets much more difficult. I'm going to show you from the scriptures. That's the first point. Secondly, I'm going to talk to you about what it means when all the world will wonder after the beast. He's given a great mouth. He is going to be saying terrible things, very, very powerful things. And it is, in my opinion, the strong delusion, not the UFOs and stuff like that. And I believe that the age of grace is about to come to end. I'm going to cover all of that with you today. So I got papers laying all over here. I got marks all over it. I got (laughs) circles going from this word to that word because I'm going to make this what is complicated, I believe, very simple for you today because I've already given you the points that I'm trying to make. Okay, I've already covered part of this, so I'm going to skip the part that I've already covered in yesterday's broadcast. First of all, we're going to start Daniel chapter 7. It's talking about the lion. That's the English lion. And then coming out of the lion is the American eagle's wings and then the Russian bear. Now, here, we've already covered that, so let me get to the point. The fourth beast, verse 7, is dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly. That means that the beast system is going to be centered and comes out of the EU. Although it says he's dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly, and he stamped the residue with the feet of it, meaning that he conquers the whole world, the entire world. And he has great iron teeth, so it comes out of the Roman Empire. That is the EU. So this is telling you where the Antichrist comes from, where he forms his system to rise, and it is coming out of the EU system, out of that general area uh, in, in the Middle East. Now, it says, And it devoured and break in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, meaning that the lion, the eagle's wings, America, and the Russian bear are all like democracies. They're all uh, freely elected, supposedly, they say anyway. Whereas this guy, no, no, he comes, this is a dictatorship. This is a world government. And then we go to verse 8. I consider the horns, as I said yesterday, the horns are actually leaders. What they do is divide the seven continents into ten global regions. Each global region has a ruler. That's the horn. Then there came up among them another little horn, which is saying that we will not 
see the Antichrist, though he will be here. He will be here from the start of the seven-year tribulation. He's been given seven years to rule, and he rules the whole world for the last three and a half years of it. But I don't believe this is what I'm about to say today. We won't see him. We won't recognize him until he comes up in power, and he's not one of the original uh, ten global region rulers. He then rises to power by taking over three of the other horns, three of the other global regions. He conquers them. That's how you can spot him. He conquers them. It says, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. When they're plucked up by the roots, that means they do not come back. Well, we don't have very much longer, so they wouldn't have time to come back. Anyway, and I beheld in this horn, or in this horn, were like the eyes, like the eyes of a man, meaning that this is not a king, this is not an elected official, this is a dictator. And it is a man. No question, it's a man. I know a lot of people want to spiritualize this. No, no, no. This is a literal man. So the Antichrist will be a little man, or literal man, and he will conquer three of the other ten, three of the ten kingdoms in his rise. Now, here's a major point. And he said, eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth. Listen to that. A mouth speaking great things. Now, that means that God is going to give him this mouth. And I'll show you that over here because we'll jump to Revelation 13, 5. And it was given him a mouth speaking great things. Who gave him the mouth? Uh, that's right. The, the Lord did. The mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. Blasphemy is a direct attack against God, meaning this guy is going to stand up. I mean, like right now, yeah, there's cussing in the movies and there's filth in the movies, but you don't have anybody actually saying bad things about Jesus by name, God by name, the church by name, the Bible by name. But this guy, that's exactly what he's going to do. A mouth speaking great things, that's not good things, that's terrible things and blasphemies. And power is given him to continue 42 months, meaning he rules the world for the last three and a half years. Now, what he does is he causes a war. Let's jump to Daniel, what is it, 7, verse 21. And it says, And I beheld the same horn, made war with the saints, and prevailed against them. Then you jump down here to Revelation 13. And he opened his mouth and blasphemed against God, to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. Who's those that dwell in heaven? That means the angels, the former saints. I mean, Adam, Eve, Daniel, uh, Joel, Daniel, uh, uh, Job, all of those guys. He's going to blaspheme all of them. And the churches. Anything that is Christian, he is going to attack it unmercifully. Then, seven, verse 7, it was given to him to make war with the saints. Yes, that's also, that's straight out of Daniel too. It sounds like the same words because it is the same words, but one's out of Revelation, one's out of Daniel. It was given him to make war with the saints to overcome them. Yes, I think that's a bullet war because he prevails against them, but mostly it's a war of miracles. I said that right. I'm going to show you. It's a war of miracles and it's a war of words. It's a war for hearts, brothers and sisters. These are the days of Elijah. The war, make war with the saints to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds, tongues, and nations. That's world government. And listen to this. All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Let me read that again. That ought to scare you. All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, 
slain from the foundation of the world. That's the reason we're about to see miracles. And it's not just at our crusade. It's not just here. It's going to be a global thing. But I believe that it starts on Passover. And that just happens to be the day that we're having our meeting, by design, of course. Meaning 2019 is, look, I told you, uh, August 8th, 2015, I heard audible words that say, this is the time of miracles. And then he downloaded to my heart, as the judgment hits, so will the miracles. Now, I put out several DVDs talking about these 82,000 arrests that are about to take place. Q said that they were going to happen March 19th, but then he came back and said, well, I didn't necessarily say that 21 days is 21 days. So many words. So I said to our congregation, I said, so I'm giving it, and this is before March 19th came up when Q said the arrest would take place. I said, well, I'm giving it a 70% chance that the arrest will take place on March 19th. I said, I really don't think it'll be then, but I'm going to give it an 80% chance that the arrest take place before the end of March and a 99% chance that the arrest take place on or about April 19th because Passover is judgment. It would not surprise me a bit, but what we don't see the arrests take place on or about that same weekend, April the 19th. Now that's me saying it. I'm not saying that because I've heard anything or anybody's told me anything or any cue. Okay, I'm saying that because the 10 curses, the judgment on Pharaoh stopped on Passover and the blessings began then. So that makes sense to me that judgment would actually begin, in our case, as well as miracles. Because that's what he told me. As the judgment hits, so will the miracles. In this case, it's not a stopping of the judgment and the starting of the miracles. The judgment and the miracles arrive at the same time. So, since Passover was the day that miracles began, we believe that that's also the day that miracles would begin once again. And any time between now and April 19th, when our meeting is, Look for the arrests. And I'm talking about 82,000 some odd sealed indictments that are all released. And it may be that they arrest these people in just a few days, maybe a week or so. Try to imagine the furor that will be caused if Bill and Hillary Clinton and some of these other people, I mean, even President Obama. I mean, if you look at what Trump just said the other day, he just hints that the question was, do you think that this whole a debacle thing was originated out of the West Wing. He said, well, I'm not going to answer that, but I think you know the answer, meaning the West Wing, meaning Obama. Now, I believe he's saying that he knows that this whole FISA warrant thing, this whole Steele dossier, this whole Russia, Russia, Russia thing, actually, look, brothers and sisters, it had to come from the top. It had to come. Look, it would not have happened if at least Obama had not winked at it. He had to at least give a wink or a nod. He had to allow it. And my suspicion is, I mean, you know, his name that the, the Secret Service called him was Renegade. That's the name he gave himself. Well, if you look up the definition of Renegade, that's what it is. It's a rebel. Okay, so it makes very, very, very good sense. We could see the arrests just prior to April 19th, just prior to our sevenfold miracle crusades. I'm telling you. 2019 is going to be a year that's going to change this nation. Also, I'm going to say something else. Do not be surprised. Do not be surprised because April 9th is when Trump is supposed to reveal his plan for peace in the Middle East. Do not be surprised that when that plan hits, 
if that is splitting Israel, and so we hear rumors that it is, we split Israel, brothers and sisters. I'm telling you what, God is going to split us. So it may very well be that shortly after April 9th, if, now, of course, that's the plan. Okay, so just because you implement the plan, that doesn't mean that Israel split. So it may very well be that shortly after that, they do split Israel. And then shortly, shortly after that, they split Israel and America gets split. And boy, that's another big judgment too. So I'm saying that this is the time of judgment. And so we're about to see miracles. I know it's hard to believe. I I said it yesterday. I said, I know you're thinking, come on, Stan. I mean, really? You really think sevenfold miracles, miracles greater than anyone in history going back to Adam has ever? Look, that's what God told me. I'm telling you, that's what he told me. So I'm going with his word. All right, so back to prophecy. I'm trying to say that this guy, Antichrist, is going to be one bad character. I'm trying to say that if you don't have Jesus in your heart or your family, your friends, your sons, your daughters, your people you love and you care about, if they look, if you want to see him in heaven, you better start talking to him. I'm telling you right now, you better start talking to him. You might not have too many more years to get them saved because apparently, and this is my point of the broadcast, once they see the Santa Christ, they're going to be struck. They're going to be mesmerized. They're going to be shocked. I think their mouth will drop open when they see him. His look is more stout than his fellows. He is a man of fierce countenance, the Bible says. That means he looks good. He looks different. And when they hear the words coming out of their mouth. Look, all these people that have been Christ haters, all of these college professors, all of these evolutionists, they're sunk. Because once they see the Antichrist, they're going to say, oh, this is our man. Oh, this what we, we've been waiting for this. We, this is exactly what we, and they will fall hook, line, and sinker. They will fall overboard. They will go down into the water for this guy. Look, the Bible says that they turn over their weapons and their strength until the words of God should be fulfilled. They give him their military, their wealth, all of their nuclear weapons. They turn it all over to him. He is going to be, like they were saying, a silver-tongued devil. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a silver-tongued beast. That's what he is, silver-tongued antichrist. You can call him that. Silver-tongued. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is what the word says. Okay, so let's go on. I, I, man, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to cover all this today. So let's go on, let's go on. So it says, a fiery stream issued and came forth before him. Thousand, thousand ministered unto him. That's the Ancient of Days. That's the Father. And ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him, and the judgment was set, and the books were opened. Now, there's three judgments. If you get my book, I explain that to you. There's three judgments. There's the marriage supper of the Lamb. Yes, that's a judgment. Second judgment on on trumpets. That's when Jesus returns as the Lion of the tribe of Judah with the morning star, with the two angels that had the sickles that slashed the grapes and burned the tares. Ten days later is the Day of Atonement. That's the, the, those that are dead are judged there. There's three judgments. So when he says the judgment was set, that means that those that are filthy are filthy still. Those that are righteous are righteous still. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ, meaning no one else gets saved. No one else falls away. There is a closing of the door. Yes, there's a closing of the marriage door. The marriage takes place on Pentecost. Again, I explain all this in the book. And, and by the way, I'm starting, get, <laughs> I'm starting to get emails back now. People are absolutely loving this book. I, I'm, I was a little concerned because the emails weren't flowing out. I mean, we've got now over 3,000 copies out, and I, I'd have thought people are handing them all over. 
I'm getting emailed. I'm handing them all over. People are loving it. So now the emails started coming, but they didn't come in real fast. And several people said, Stan, you got to give this some time, man. It's a deep book. It's not difficult, but it's deep. And it takes a while to read it. You don't read this book in one evening. You know, it takes you several weeks, maybe even a month to get through this book because it's a, it's a, here's the word I keep hearing, reference. It's a reference. In other words, it is explaining the secrets of the feasts and revelation. Let me say it again. It's explaining the secrets of the feast and the revelation put together. All of a sudden, you see things in prophecy. You understand the chronological order. You understand prophecy. And that's the reason I think it's coming forth right now. Because people that come to this crusade, see, this is the modern upper room experience. I know, I know, I know. Stan, you're saying some really big things here. I mean, okay, I I know I sound like a kook. I know I do. But look it, I I know I'm right. I mean, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it. I know it, I know. Look, there is a place. There is a place in God when you know that you know that you know, no, no. That's where I am. I know this is God. I know this is supposed to happen. And if you want to be a part of the, uh, the modern upper room experience, you will find a way to be at this crusade. I don't care what you're doing. That is the excuse. Be at work. Be at this. Be at that. Look, at, it's not as important. If your heart is after God, if your heart is after serving him, you will find a way to be at this crusade. It's not the $222. And by the way, it's not the fasting either. I mean, I've, I've talked about fasting. Don't make fasting difficult. Do not, let me say it this way. Do not let a three-day consecutive fast keep you from coming to this. You make some kind of a commitment before the Lord, something you can do, and you get there. Because I'm going to lay hands on people. I know that I know. Look, at this book is part of it. I think God is going to supernaturally download a spirit of understanding and be able to teach Bible prophecy because he wants people to give an answer. He wants you to be. Look, I've been saying for a long time on this radio. You heard me. I've been saying for a long time. Look, if you're listening to this radio program, it's not an accident. You didn't turn in here to be blessed. You didn't tune in here to just get your socks rolled all the way down. Okay, You turned in here because God, the Spirit of God, is preparing you to give an answer to your brothers and sisters around here that all of a sudden they have caught themselves. They are caught up, you know, say it that way, caught up in the end times, and they're not prepared. And I'm not saying anything about the rapture, pro or con. I'm, I'm saying that all of a sudden they're there. They're in trouble, and they don't understand what's going on. And somebody's got to give an answer, and there's a lot of folks that should have been able to give an answer but can't. But look, you, you come to this crusade, I'm going to lay hands on you. I'm going to anoint you with oil. And I'll, I'll tell you something else. When I, when I anoint you with oil, it ain't going to be in a little dab. Okay, and I'm not going to be a little dab on your forehead. I'm going to pour oil on your head. This could be a supernatural experience. This is going to be powerful. It's going to be powerful like you've never seen powerful. You're going to be anointed to be able to preach and teach Bible prophecy, to walk. I said to walk in sevenfold miracles. I just got the anointing. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm telling you the truth. If you believe me, go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. I'll say it again. Seven foldmiraclecrusades.com and get yourself. As a matter of fact, i got to tell you this. If you want in on the, the special price for the sleeping rooms at the Hyatt, well, that door closes Friday. <clears throat> I think this, that, that's as in the 29th. By the time you hear this, you got like 24 hours or the price goes up. I don't know. I, I don't know what the other price is, like 20 or $30 a day. So if you want to be there, you better get to moving. So it's sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com.
sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Okay, now back to what I'm trying to get across today here. Verse 11, Daniel 7, 11. I beheld him because of the voice of the great words, which the horn spake. I'm telling you, great words, uh, words that blow your way. The voice of the great words, which the horn spake. And I beheld till the beast was slain and the body destroyed and given to the burning flame. Well, when does that happen? Now, if you have my book, you know. You know that the beast is slain at Armageddon. And you know that Armageddon takes place on trumpets. And you know that that's when the beast and the false prophet are, are tossed into the lake of fire. And that, for them, is not soul death. They don't get soul death. Lucifer, the beast, the false prophet, and those people that received his mark of the beast, those people never die. They are tormented for all eternity. And they have no rest, day or night, that worship the beast or his image, or whosoever receiveth the mark of his number. Now let's go to Daniel chapter 7, verse 13. And I saw in the night visions, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. That is the marriage supper of the Lamb. That takes place on Pentecost. And there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom. You see, at the marriage supper of the Lamb, Jesus, when he arrives there, is still in a lamb body. He is still the Lamb of God. Because Revelation 14.1 says, I looked, and lo, a lamb stood upon the Mount Sion. And with him, 144,000, having his father's name in their foreheads. Well, when is Mount Zion? Well, it's not Mount of Olives. See, he returns as the lion on Mount of Olives on trumpets. But about four months earlier, before then, he first returns. Yeah, I know, that's different, isn't it? But I'm telling you, I'm quoting your scripture. I'm telling you, this way it is, get the book. And I've got charts to help you to all understand it. It's total, It's all new information. Anyway, so he returns on first fruits as a lamb. And he returns with 144,000. He returns to Mount Zion. Then for about 50 days, him, these 144,000 uh, Jewish, they're, they're barley harvest. They walk around for some 50 days. And then the wheat harvest, which is part Jews, part non-Jews, are then resurrected on Pentecost. They go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. At the marriage supper of the Lamb, the bride is given two things. She is given, it's not about the bride, it's about the groom, it's about Jesus. She is given the wedding garment and a white horse. Then Jesus is given four things. The Jesus the groom is crowned King of kings and Lord of lords. He moves from being a lamb. He moves from being the prince of the kings of the earth to the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is given many crowns and a vesture dipped in his own blood. And a name written which no man knoweth save he himself. And a white horse. About four months later, after the marriage supper of the Lamb, then we return with Jesus on trumpets for the grape harvest. This is Armageddon. This is Jesus returning as a lion of the tribe of Judah. And he uses the morning star with the breath of his mouth. He brandishes his sword and he destroys all of those people that are tares and the grapes. Two are in the field. One is hitting with the morning star and falls to the ground, a pile of ashes and bones, and they will be as though they had not been destroying both body and soul. And we get to return with him, but we do not fight. There's only three people that fight. That's Jesus with the morning star and the other two angels that have sharp sickles and they slash. And that's the reason the blood flows out of the wine press for, for 1,600 furlongs. And it flows up to the, the bridles of the horses. And that's all done in the Valley of, of Jezreel. 
Then, ten days later, on atonement is the judgment by works. This is the judgment of the dead, not in Christ. Again, it's complicated, but I make it simple. But you've got to have the charts. You've got to have the book. That's the reason he told me to write a book, because you can't. I, I don't believe you can get it just listening to audio. I mean, I tried that. I made three DVDs on it, and you, you just can't get it. Look, there's a few things in life you just got to read. And you got to look at the charts. You got to you got to spend some time. You got to meditate. I promise you. Matter of fact, here, here's my promise: you read the first thirteen pages of this book, and you'll be handing around extra copies. I cannot. T- I've got just. I got an email the other day. This guy's already given away forty copies of the book. Forty copies, and he hadn't finished reading all the book. It is like no other prophecy book out there. I promise you. Get it. One for twenty, five for thirty, ten for fifty-five. One for twenty, five for thirty. 10 for 55. Obviously, the best deal is 10 for 55. Now, yes, we are on back order. We're already a thousand books in back order. We've got more books on the way. They should be in uh, here in the next couple of weeks. We won't charge a card until they're actually shipped. So you can go ahead and place your order at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. The name of the book is The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecies. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have to continue this another broadcast. So let me take just a second. Tell you more about the book in case the first time you heard this. We have some new people listening. So here's the story on the book. 2017, just as a project, I mean, I just memorized uh, Psalm 23 and Psalm 91 and enjoyed that. And I thought, well, I got, finally got the confidence to think, well, maybe I could actually memorize more. What kept coming to my heart was memorize the book of Revelation. Well, I mean, I, honestly, I didn't think I'd be able to do it. As a matter of fact, I didn't even start Revelation 1.1. I started Revelation 1.8. Because those first seven verses <laughs> look too tough. I don't, I don't even think I'd be able to memorize them. But I started memorizing it, and God helped me. And he began to show me revelations. He gave me 30 revelations and two visions, information. Okay, so, I mean, I've been studying prophecy 40 years, teaching it 30 years, doing a radio and TV program on it, 25 years, and I did not know anything. I didn't know anything that's in this book. So I think it's pretty safe to say you probably don't know it either. And everybody I talk to... I asked him, did you know anything that's in the book? No. No, I didn't know anything. <laughs> I didn't know anything in this book. So you probably don't know anything that's in this book. So essentially, he showed me a word, a single word. I'll tell you the word because I'm not going to be giving away any secrets. As a matter of fact, I'd love to be able to tell you everything. You still wouldn't get it. You just got to get the book. But the word is first fruits. That's the secret door. It's found in Leviticus and in Revelation. When late, that word ties the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation and puts them in chronological order like you've never heard before. For the first time, you can begin to understand the feasts and how they tie in. You'll understand, like the judgment seat of Christ. When does that happen? Is it the same thing as the great white throne? No. Some people think the great white throne takes place at the end of the thousand years. No, not so. I put it all in order. Why? Because I have the secret door. You can have the secret door, too, by getting this book. First of all, First, 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 first of all, I want you to get yourself to the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sow a seed of $222 registration fee. And I also recommend you get the meal package because you're not going to get a better deal for eating in Dallas than that meal package. And then you fast three days, you get there. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. It's going to change your life. I promise it'll change your life. Second thing, get the book. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55. And you get that at prophecyclub.com. 
The book is at prophecyclub.com. Sevenfold Miracle Crusades for the other one. Sevenfold Miracle Crusades to get signed up for the crusade. Get signed up before Friday because after Friday, the sleeping room price goes up. Your deadline is Friday the 29th. Get signed up by Friday the 29th. You might be able to call the Hyatt and beg and plead after that, but I don't know. It's out of my hand. So yeah, go check it out. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com or Prophecy Club for the book, The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings and soon over 300 without interruption. Most people would agree 300 titles, normally $30 each, a gift of $100 a month would be reasonable, $50 a pretty good deal, but the introductory rate for a limited time is just $20 recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. There's no contract. You can cancel any time you want to, and you get the first three days free just to check it out. The best deal is a yearly subscription that will lock in your rate for a year even when we raise the rates. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out. WatchProphecyClub.com. The Prophecy Club is on the tip of God's spear. Join the battle and prayerfully consider supporting the Prophecy Club with your gifts of support. We would not be here without your prayers and generous financial support.